Um, I'd say to be honest, like the modeling industry, specifically modeling versus the acting side, is changing a lot in the last mm-hmm. like five to ten years. Um, and I just say that like personally, I'm a person who like. I don't know, I don't get like discouraged by like, oh, if I see someone and I'm like, man, like I wish like I had her body or her face. And you are listening to Line for Line podcast. Welcome back to Line for Line podcast. I'm your co-host today, Sarah Grabo. Um, It is a beautiful afternoon and I'm here with Gianna and we're going to be talking about some of her accomplishments and interests. So Gianna, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us about yourself. All right. Um, Hi, I'm Gianna Fleming. I go to Indian Trail High School. Uh, I play volleyball. I do modeling, acting, um, theater, singing. Yeah. Stuff like that. The whole, the whole shebang. <laughs> yes. All right. So why don't you tell us how, let's start with which one have you been doing longer? Like um, the modeling or like yeah, the modeling. volleyball? The volleyball? Yeah. So how did you get started into that? Uh, so for modeling, I was actually, well, modeling and acting, I'd say. Yeah. Kind of grouped those together. But um, uh, when I was younger, I would like watch a movie and I'd be like, wow, you know, the actors up there, like, that's so cool. Yeah. And I think it was, like, specifically, like, Star Wars. My brother is a big Star Wars fan. Oh, he yeah, was, like, so are mine, yeah. so are mine. <laughs> he's, like, all are. he's like, we're watching all of them, and I'm, like, seven, and I don't understand anything, and he has to, like, draw me diagrams of what's going on. <laughs> and then I was, like, one day, I was probably, like, oh, probably seven or eight, and I was, like, that's so cool. So I go on my, like, iPad or something, and I search up, like, how do I be on, like, a movie or something yeah. like that. And I found... um like open auditions for this agency called MTM Mm -hmm. which is John Casablanca's in Milwaukee and I told my parents about it and they're like you know sure we can try it out you know why not so we go up there and it's in like Brookfield Mm -hmm. I think and they were like okay we'll have you read this like little thing of a commercial we'll have you you know walk the runway for us you know no like instructions or like how to do it you know just Mm -hmm. you know go out and do it and I accidentally signed up for like the adults audition (laughs) And I'm like, you know, oh, no. seven. And everyone else there is probably like 19 to like 22. And how old are you at this point? I was like seven. Oh, seven my or eight or something like that. And I was like, wow, these guys seem like really old. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, so out of that, they um they accepted me into it, which mm-hmm. I think there were probably like 10 people there. They took like two of us, me and this guy who's probably like 18. And they were like, we're going to put you in a class. So like 10 classes and it's like every other week. And then you, um, like, learn each week, like, oh, this week's focused on hygiene. And right. you learn, like, you know, how to take care of your skin and, like, your face and just how to look, like, presentable, you know, whether it's, like, on right. camera or, you know, runway or stuff like that. Um, monologues, they do a photo shoot in that. And then at the end of the 10 weeks, you do, like, um, kind of like a presentation of everything you've learned so far. Right. And then you move from the John Casablanca side to the actual agency side, which is mm-hmm. MTM. Um, and then from there, they can book you for jobs. They can book you for, uh, like, a bunch of stuff from there. Yeah. So then I finally moved over to the MTM side. And probably, like, it took me, like, six months because I did the classes really spaced out. But um, so, yeah. So from that, they told me, they were like, hey, we want you to try out for this expo in Dallas. And it's, like, you know, the best, like, 500 people in the yeah. country get to go. And, you know, you, like, might not make it. But, like, it's good experience to, like, you know, try out or whatever. So I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do it. So I submit, like, pictures and stuff like that. 
um i go to like the audition i had to like I had to like do the runway. I had to read a monologue, mm-hmm. and then I was like not expecting anything from it, you know. Because right. at that point, I was probably ten or eleven, and I was like, you right. know, I'm not just expecting whatever. Yeah, it's like the top five hundred people in the nation. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna make that. Yeah, and then they were Surprise. like, yeah, they were like, we'll call you by like eight o'clock if you didn't make it. And then I was like, I was sitting in a restaurant with my mom after like the audition. I was like, mom, it's it's like eight o five, and she's like, okay, honey, calm down, like. I'm, <laughs> Like, you know, nothing's for sure. And I'm like, but it's past eight. <laughs> and um, so I ended up making that expo and I got to go to Dallas. Mm-hmm. And what an expo is, is where you like present your runway walk. You do your monologue. You do, if you have a song, you can do that for like 50 agencies mm-hmm. worldwide. Like there were people from like New York and LA there, but also like Milan, um, Tokyo, I think places in all over Europe. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's just cool in itself, you know? Right, like, like right. Just to see, whoa, whoa, this is like yeah. a real thing now. <laughs> but so I did that. Um, since I was younger, I got waitlisted on a bunch of places, which is where they say like, hey, you know, you're tall for your age right now. So we're going to see like when you're like 18 or like 19, we're going to see like, you know, how tall you are there, yeah. what you look like, you know, so we're just going to like keep our eye on you. Right. And then from there, the next year, they were like, hey, there's a bigger expo. No, and no. Try out for that one. And I'm like, okay, I probably won't make it. And odds are, I made it. Right. <laughs> and then, right. So that was kind of the same deal, but it was a lot bigger. And that one was in New York mm-hmm. in 2019. Or no, that one was in LA in 2019. And then from there, I met, I got contacted by five agencies. And mm-hmm. one of them was MMG. And that is my current agency in New York. Oh, that's so fun. So how often do you travel for modeling and um, acting and all Travel that? for modeling? Not a lot, to be honest, because yeah. from, I got, I fully signed with my agency in August of 2019. I went out okay. to New York. I did a photo shoot in New York with one of mm-hmm. their photographers, which that was a cool, cool experience. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, I met them. I like, you know, got to sit down in their office and like just talk through the whole process and how everything works. And um, by the time I fully got set up, it was like February 2020, and then right. you know, March 2020, and COVID hit, and mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh yeah, so they switched from that. They switched a lot of like in person. Oh, everybody fly out to New York casting calls, you know, to like, they'll send you an email and be like, hey, you know, they're looking for like a blonde girl who's like this tall, and mm-hmm. you know, you fit that description. So here you go, like read these lines. Right. So that's kind of how most things are done now. So I don't okay. have to travel a lot unless I have to go get like pictures redone right which I actually have to get <laughs> pictures redone so yeah I have to go out there soon so you mentioned COVID mm-hmm. did that like kind of put a halt to things or was it able to like keep going with like online things mm-hmm. or you know how, yeah. how did that work yeah um I'd say COVID definitely affected the whole modeling and acting industry a bunch obviously because you know they used to do like oh like yeah you know anybody who fits like this general description you know like come to new york and just like fly out you know and mm-hmm. it'll be like 300 people but of course with like covid you know they won't don't want right, to do that you can't do that yeah and so it definitely does simplify the project the process a lot more you know and they mm-hmm. instead of getting lots of rejection like you still get lots of rejection but right. it's less because it's not like so much general stuff if you know what i mean right. it's more like oh instead of 300 people it's you know 30 right so I'd say that, and that actually is a good thing, you right. know, I'd say. It obviously is fun to, like, travel and yeah, stuff like that and be I like, oh, traveling. I get to go yeah. to New York and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah, I'd say it's not, like, a good thing or a bad thing. It's just like, oh, yeah. this is different. 
Now, I know, I mean, personally from like seeing a lot of like social media, there's a lot of stereotypes with models and like a certain like body that that they need to fit and a certain like just idea that they need to be categorized in. What would you say has been the biggest like mindful setback or just setback in general with Mm. that idea? Yeah. Um, I'd say to be honest, like the modeling industry specifically modeling versus the acting side is changing a lot in the last Mm -hmm. like five to ten years um and i just say that like personally i'm a person who like i don't know i don't get like discouraged by like oh if i see someone and i'm like man like i wish like i had her body or her face or like her hair or something like that you know um i'm a pretty determined person Mm-hmm. And I'd say, like, if I want, like, if I would see someone and say that, like, I'd be like, oh, like, next day I'll get my butt up right. and I'll go to the gym exactly. and work out. That's how I am. <laughs> exactly. Too. You know, I got to get it. I yeah, got to exactly. get what I want. Exactly. You know, and I'm going to work for it. Yeah. But I'd say that there definitely are, it's a lot more, like, open of an industry than it was even, like, you know, five, ten years ago. Right. Because instead of just, like, oh, we want, like, a tall, skinny, white, blonde girl you know, with this, this, and this. Like, now it's like, oh, we have, you know, petite models. We have, um, you know, plus size we have. And even for guys, you know, there's obviously like, oh, we want the muscular, mm-hmm. you know, six foot four, you know, tall guy or whatever. But now there's like so many more arrays right. into it. And personally, like, I'm I'm like tall, but I'm not that tall. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like five, six, five, seven. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not that tall, you know, but I'm like taller than the average height. Which, yeah, (laughs) which, yeah, which I mean, like, that is a thing that sets you back sometimes because it's like, oh, they'll only consider you for like certain events in the expo. Like there's a swimwear event. And oh, if you can only compete if you're five, eight or above. Yeah. You know, because if you're under that, they're like, well, we don't, you know, like we know you're not going to pick you anyway because you're too short. Which I'd say definitely does come with like, oh, like I wish I was just like that, you know, one or two inches taller. But being that there are a lot more, you know pathways now i'd say that i'm like confident in myself and Mm -hmm. who i am and my physical attributes if that makes sense yeah that makes perfect sense (laughs) so now let me ask where do you see yourself going forward in your future Mm -hmm. with like modeling and acting and all that yeah i mean that's definitely something that i think about a lot and is always in the back of my mind Mm -hmm. you know because like modeling and acting and stuff like that and when i say acting i mean more like screen acting mm-hmm. or like not rather than stage acting you know what yeah. i mean cuz i do theater but i think i don't think i would pursue that yeah but um i definitely like to do modeling professionally well i mean i do it professionally but like you know what i mean like as an adult as a job um i mean also speaking realistically i know it's not like you know like that's something you have to like work for and you really have to say right like put everything else aside that you would want in your life and say like this is the path that I'm going to go on you know and that's definitely a decision that I have to make for myself right but I'd say that I would I would be willing to do that yeah you got time figure it out (laughs) so um last topic of modeling how do we collectively bring more women and girls together to empower one another yeah um just overall Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely think that's a really good question um i'd say just not like oh how do i phrase this (laughs) just like i feel that girls as a whole are so used to like the stereotype 
and just being okay with like oh i'm friends with you and oh we kind of don't like this girl so we're just gonna right. like yes put her down a little you know what i mean yeah. and not necessarily to her face or anything yeah. like that but just like within each other you know right. what i mean i know exactly and yeah or like if i have like an issue with a girl like instead of going up to her and saying hey like i have this problem with you let's talk it out you know i feel like a lot of girls are more inclined myself included at times i'm not exempt from this right i mean <laughs> but yeah right exactly here right the bond's like what <laughs> but um but instead of like you know going straight to like another girl's face and like talking to her through the issue you know you'd be like oh like you know so and so said this to me and I think that definitely just being like more accountable, being there for each other, being supportive. Um, girls support girls, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just being right. more willing and open-minded to like accept others. Right. And yeah. Help each other out. <laughs> so now that we're kind of done with the modeling yes. talk, let's move on to volleyball. Right. So <laughs> when did you start playing volleyball? <sighs> okay. So when I was in probably like elementary school, I would be in like the recplex and I would Mm -hmm. see like, you know, like whether it was Wisconsin juniors or whatever volleyball clubs they had in there, I'd Mm -hmm. see like, oh, like volleyball. And I always like thought it like seemed cool. Right. You know, and I never really like, like made like the effort to venture into it. Right. You know, and then when I was in sixth grade, I want to say entering sixth grade, I started like talking to my dad about it. And I was like, hey, dad, you know, I think I like want to try this, you know. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I think that'd be like fine. Mm -hmm. And so... I started and I tried out for my sixth grade school volleyball team at Mahone Middle <laughs> yeah. School. And I was like, oh, like I'm tall. I'll make it. Right. And I did not make it. Mm. I absolutely was terrible. <laughs> and I was so surprised. And it was like the shock. It was like, it was oh. shocking. Yeah. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then out of that, like I said earlier, I'm a very determined person. Mm-hmm. So then that, that was in like March that I got cut from that. Mm-hmm. So the whole summer... I was in like some summer camp at the Recplex and we'd have like this time where we'd just get to like, you know, mess around and do whatever we want with like all the like gym equipment. Mm-hmm. And I'd remember every day I would take a volleyball and I'd just hit it like against the wall and I'd just practice and get mm-hmm. reps from that. Yep. And then the next year, you know, I like got a lot better from doing that, of course. And I went to a few Wisconsin juniors summer camps that year. Mm-hmm. And that really just like started me in like knowing the basics of right. volleyball, I'd say. And so I started and I remember I went to tryouts and I was like pretty good then right. at tryouts, you know, relative to like everyone else there. And I remember there were girls that like came up to me and they were like, wow, like you're doing like so good. And I was like, yeah, I got, I got cut last year, yeah. but yeah, thanks. And they yeah. were like, what? Oh. <laughs> yeah. They were like, yeah. oh, but, um, yeah. So I made the team that year. I was a starter that year. I played all around, which is where you don't like sub out, you know, or mm-hmm. anything like that. And then that next year I was like, oh, I'll, you know, try out for eighth grade and then, oh, I'll try playing Wisconsin Juniors this year for a club. And I definitely liked playing club, you know, and then March 2020 came Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, now we, our season got cut short and oh, now I don't get to play for middle school this year. Right. Yeah. So then the next year I did Wisconsin Juniors again. I really liked that season. I played a longer season that year. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely tougher because, well, the first season I ever played, I broke my toe going into the season. So Mm -hmm. I missed like probably like three weeks. So it wasn't like too bad. But, you know, building that foundation with your teammates at the beginning is obviously important. important. Mm -hmm. And then the next year I sprained my ankle really bad Mm -hmm. through cheerleading, which I did last year. Yeah. And that really messed with my head. That was probably the one of the hardest things I've ever been through just because it was the worst injury I've ever had. 
I had like a third degree ankle sprain. I just um, had that a few months ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, the injury still like affects me to this day. Like if I want to play volleyball, I have to, oh, I have to, you know, strap my ankle ankle brace on. on. And it's like this whole lace up, like it's like a hockey boot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, that definitely messed with me. I was out for probably two months with that in a boot, like half of the two months on crutches you know, and definitely I, just sh- I probably should have followed those rules. <laughs> oh, no, I was on after like three weeks. Yeah. Not a bad idea. But uh, yeah, I'd say that definitely like made me a stronger person in the long run. But in, right. in that right. moment, that was really hard for me. And then to jump into like the new team, mm-hmm. you know, that was hard too. Because they were like, oh, aren't you the girl that like, you know, like sprained her ankle? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, how... Do you like, I know I do like an individual sport that's Mm -hmm. very like, you focus on yourself. It's not very like team-wise. So how would you say, have you ever done any sports that are like individual like that? Um, I mean, when I was younger, I tried like, like a wide array of sports, you know, as one does when they're five. But yeah, yeah, I played, um, I'd played tennis for a while. Yeah. And I guess like that versus a team sport. Right. What you mean? Um, I definitely like. Well, actually, I'll just use cheer. So cheer is obviously not an individual sport. I mean, right. parts of it are individual, like physically cheering, you know, but like, right. you're like stunting someone. That's right. not that's individual. That's not individual. Nope. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'd say like something that I like about volleyball is that you can stay in your lane and like no matter like if the person who plays, you know, the next position over, if they're having a terrible day and they're just like, you know, being like, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, not right. really go for it that much. Like, I can still give it my all, you right. know, and go for it. And even though, yeah, they are going to bring me down a little because, you know, oh, you didn't get your pass up. Oh, you didn't get a good set. Oh, you didn't get a good hit or something like that. Like, I can still be like, well, I'm going to get a good hit. Right. I'm going to get doing a good my pass. Best. I, I don't care what you're doing. Yeah. Like, you know, you got this, but I'm going to do my best, you mm-hmm. know. But in cheer, um, like, if I'm being like a back spot and I have my two bases here because I'm a back spot and mm-hmm. then my flyer. And if one of my bases just decides, yeah, I don't really want to, you know, work for the day. It's like, okay. We physically, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're screwed. Yeah, we physically do can't do it. Right. And that's something I really like about volleyball, just being like that. I'm a determined person and I'm stubborn at times that, you know, it's like, I'm not going to like, okay, wait for you to have a good day. Right. You know what I mean? And like, I'm going to build you up and stuff like that, but I can't right. spend all my time being like, okay, right. are you, are you going to want to work? Right. So you it's like, I mean? so it's like individual, but working yeah. as a team together. Yeah. So that really kind of works yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. So, um, volleyball tournaments Mm -hmm. what do you like do like before to prep yourself up what do you like eat what do you like what's the what's the Mm -hmm. game day plan yeah the game day plan um well most tournaments start at like well this year i played for epic which wisconsin Mm -hmm. juniors is out of like you know the recplex and then most of the tournaments are like within like half an hour i'd say a lot of them are at the recplex yeah i live like 10 minutes away from the recplex so that's always easy But this year being that I played for Epic, which is more out of like Racine, Milwaukee area, Mm -hmm. most of the tournaments are like an hour to like an hour and a half away. Yeah. So if the tournament, if our first game's at like eight, we have to be there by seven because our coaches said be there by seven. Yep. You know, we have to leave the house at six. So I wake up at five. Yep. (laughs) And then I'll like eat something really quick. I'll grab like my caramel protein shake Mm -hmm. and then I'll like do my hair in the car and then I'll sleep on the way there. Um, I'll get there 
the one thing about volleyball though is that they schedule it for like games per hour right so like the first game will be at like eight and then the second game will start at nine well if Mm -hmm. the eight o'clock game goes into overtime then that court for the day is you know like off by like 15 minutes Mm -hmm. no the rings are all jacked exactly all of a sudden it's 10 o'clock at night and Mm -hmm. yeah yep i know (laughs) yeah and i'd say the one annoying thing is that sometimes you'll be like you'll be like oh okay we have you know an hour break and then the hour break turns into an hour and a half and then it turns into two hours Mm -hmm. and then you're like oh i could have left and got food you know instead of this like hot dog that's been sitting here for three days right (laughs) right yeah Yeah. so playing volleyball and just doing everything that you're doing it does take a lot of commitment um what would you say you've had to give up in order to like like some things you've had to put aside in order mm. to pursue either like modeling or volleyball yeah. or whatever you're whatever you're yeah, doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, I do cheer. Yeah. And for Indian Trail Cheer, because I do Indian Trail Cheer, um, <laughs> we had the we had like the regular like you know sideline football game. What you'd think yeah. when you say, "Oh, a high school cheerleader," you know. Yeah, that's what you. And then we also have competition cheer, mm-hmm. which is more like dance incorporated into cheer if you know what i mean um and i had the option to do the competitive team which i was already like on the competitive team just like yeah you know already onto it but i had to like tell my coach hey i can't do the competitive team you know because i have volleyball and And that kind of been easy mm -hmm, yeah and it wasn't easy because you know like that's something you want to do like you know oh you make varsity you know you make varsity as a sophomore you're like oh like i want to do everything i want to put my time into this and then you're like but I can't. Oh, yeah, I can't. Exactly. It's yeah. The other. Um, I had to, because like I was saying, I do theater too. I was right. in a KUSD show this year and I had to turn it down just because of, you know, volleyball tournaments right. and stuff like that. I had to say like, you know, I know that I can't give my all to your organization. So like, I'm not going to waste your time and have, you know, both exactly. parties be mad at me. Exactly. So I'm just going to say, you know what? I already committed to right. this one. I'm sorry you know yeah and it does it does like hurt doing that especially when you right. know the people that you're you know turning down to it's home exactly <laughs> it's yeah. home awesome. yeah. <laughs> and you know, like <laughs> and you feel bad and it is like you know not necessarily like a mean thing but you just like you know feel like off about it but right. at the end of the day like you only have your youth for so long you mm-hmm. know what i mean and you really just have to like say this is what i want to spend my time doing you know whether it's going to help me in 10 years or whether you know i'm not going to care about it in 10 years like this is yeah. what makes me happy right now you know and right. you just have to do what makes you happy yeah <laughs> um so have you like considered or have you already um been like a coach or an assistant for volleyball or is it something um, that you plan to do in the future i have not been a coach or an assistant for volleyball I've actually i've wanted to because i wanted to actually go back to mahone and help out with yeah. their program um, just given like stuff that I did that I'm currently doing like this year mm-hmm. and last year, I think they like weren't allowing it because of COVID. I haven't been able to do that yet, but I would in the future like to do that or help, yeah. like, you know, assistant coach a team or something yeah. like that. But yeah, I'd definitely be into that. Well, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. So before we close out, is there anything you would like to say? Any people you would like to thank or anything that you want to yeah. say? Um, I'd like to thank my brother. Because, yeah. yeah, my brother, his name's Kyle Fleming. Mm-hmm. He goes to Auburn University. He lives in Alabama. Um, I only get to see him a few times per year, but he still remains, like, one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if I ever need something, like, I'll go talk to him, you know. And 
I just think that having like that sibling relationship is so important and just like that I'm honored to actually have like a sibling relationship, you know? Yeah. Like that, because I know there are like a lot of sibling and whether it's sibling or, you know, just cousin or family relationships that aren't great. I'm just so grateful that I, you know, have like a really great one mm-hmm. with my brother. And yeah. Yeah. So just one more thing that popped up to mind. What, what advice would you give to anybody, whether it's uh, females, males, little boys, little girls wanting to, you know, not only get into modeling or volleyball, mm-hmm. but to do anything in life that they yeah. might be scared to. Yeah. I'd say literally just go for it. Right. You know, because I know so many people, whether it's through, you know, volleyball or through theater or through, you know, modeling, acting, stuff like that, who they're like, you know, you know, you know, I'm just going to like play it on the safe side. Like at the end of the day, like what I was talking about, like you only have so much youth. Right. And even if, you know, you're not in your youth, like you only have, you only live once. Right. And not trying to be crazy, but chance. you do, you only live once, you know? Yeah. And if like, like there's definitely stuff in the past that I think about and I'm like, man, like I wish I would have done that. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's what I try to make my life about. And, you know, what I just say to anybody, like just really just make it your own. Like mm-hmm. if you want to do something, don't, you know, don't let other people decide what you have to do. Like, right. just do what you want to do. Exactly. And if that's, you know, modeling, if that's acting, if that's volleyball, if that's cheer, like, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let the world tell you that, oh, you know, no, don't do that. You yeah. know, just go for it. Yeah, perfect. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would like to thank you for coming on thank the show. You. And I would like to thank Devon Booker for having me as a, a guest co-host thingy. And... um Closing out, this is Gianna Fleming, and we are on Line for Line Podcast. You calling, are you listening? Tune in every week. Line for Line. Oh, yeah, I'm going Line for Line.